Welcome. To Arcade Audio. to this week's episode of Married With Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. I see next to me on the couch is your other host, I'm a beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. Oh, we can't just, like, throw a montage up of every opening of the show ever? Oh, we should. We should do a montage and take, like, one or two words from every episode we've done and just mash them together. It's just you're going to be talking about, like, sucking dicks and stuff. Hey, that's not the only thing I talk about on this show. I'm sorry. If we did a word cloud about the things we said. Right in the middle of the biggest letters you can publish. Dicks. 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 Yeah. No, really? Yeah? Probably. You think we talk about dick on the show more than anything else? I mean, it's not helping that we're, <laughs> that we're starting the show. Dick, 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 dick. No, uh... If you're new here. You did a hand motion there that made you look like Swedish chef. Ooh, dick, 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 dick. Oh, no, I lost the card <laughs> in the couch. Tell them what we do. I got to find this That's card. what I was going for. What we do here is we're married, and we watch movies, and we talk about dicks. Um, no, really, what this podcast is... We're married, we watch movies, we talk about it, we talk about our lives. We have a giant movie collection. I thought you were going to say we have a giant dick. I was like, okay. I'm going to rename the show Married with... with Dicks. Dicks. Featuring Married with Movies. Married with Movies featuring dicks. No. Ah. We're going to have people listen to this who don't want to listen to this. (laughs) Probably true. Yeah. It is February 19th, 2019. Happy President's Day, belatedly. Hope you like all your presidents out there. This is for all you presidents. Who's your out favorite there. president? All time. All time. Man. Or Bill Pullman. Yeah, he's a pretty good one. Independence Day. It's a good one. Who's your favorite real life? Clinton. Come on. President. Clinton? Clinton was the bomb. Mm-hmm. Clinton killed it. Clinton was great. What? I'm, I'm not going to go there. I'm going to try to take this podcast oh. out of the blue territory. The one president. He also whipped his dick. Literally, <laughs> after we talk about the one president who we have confirmation got his dick sucked <laughs> in, in the White House. House. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> on brand. Full circle, yeah. On, on brand. brand. Um, so today, by the, the title of the podcast, we have a lot to discuss. Do we, though? Whoa, absolutely. I saw how many notes you have, and I have a lot, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, we are finally making our way. Uh, We're on my notes for Rocky Five. For... Oh, no. Rocky 3, 4, and 5. Oh, we watched it is. Here it is. 1 and 2 several weeks not ago. Co- not so bad. Rocky 5 didn't bother me. Finally, Rocky 5 didn't... Okay, well, we have a lot to talk about, like I said. Uh, it was randomly... It was drawn out of the box. 
So we have to go through the entire series. Uh, in a couple weeks, we'll be watching Rocky Balboa, the sixth installment of the Rocky franchise, and then Creed. And by that point, Creed 2 will have come out on DVD. We will purchase Yay! it, and we will watch it finally. Which I'm excited about, because we didn't see it, and we, we really, not... really wanted exactly. to. Exactly. So we so. will uh, discuss it then. But first, that's customary here on the show, up top, when we've watched something in theaters or something we have not seen before outside of our movie collection, we discuss it. Um, we went to the theater on Sunday as a big old family, and to celebrate 12 years of being together. Wolf. With our daughter. Shut up. What, what, am I, what am I, Buzz's girlfriend? What the fuck is that? <laughs> um, and we took Jillian to go see The Lego Movie 2, the, the second movie part. Two, yes. Um, which I think we all enjoyed. Was definitely not as good as the first one, which is, you know... Typical. Uh, typical, what you'd expect, but... It was still good. It was, it was good. It was Jillian good. was enjoying it. She was dancing. She enjoyed it. She it liked fine. the music. She liked the bright colors. You know, there's plenty of stuff for us to enjoy and laugh at. Um, wasn't as fresh, you know, like the first one was such a breath of fresh air and was really tongue-in-cheek and had a lot of, um, you know, adult humor and stuff for us in it. But it still had a really good heart, still had a lot of funny moments, still enjoyed it, would recommend seeing it. Yeah, I, I liked um, Wild Style in this one uh-huh. more, voiced by Elizabeth Banks. I just liked the commentary on, like, you know... Calling out like, see, like that's not suspicious at all. Like, yeah, she was. She did a good I job. like that. No, there's a lot of good. Time. That so was good. Go take the kids and go see like a movie too. Don't take the kids to go see the movie that I watched super late. Friday, Saturday night. There was one night where we started watching Rocky Four and he fell asleep like 20 minutes in. I think it was Friday. I, was I think it was Friday night. And we both had to work. You weren't feeling well. So I I was like, I'm going to take this opportunity to watch something I know you don't want to watch. And also for our Fantasy Movie League, something that needed to be watched so we could get bonus points because it was on our team. I watched Fahrenheit 11.9. What was that? Uh, But you didn't even tell me about that. You know I had to find out that you watch a movie by your post on the Facebook I thought I told you the next day. Well, I did it so we can get our credit because I know, but I didn't know you watched it. I, I... Sorry that you had to go through uh, that. I liked it. I mean, I enjoy Michael Moore movies. I don't enjoy them as much as I used to. Um, Bowling for Columbine, which we will do one day. We'll do several Michael Moore movies on the show. Oh, great. Uh, awesome. Bowling for Columbine is still like Fantastic. one of my favorite documentaries ever made. Put away whatever agenda. Put away how much he can turn you off by Being his... Being Hey, whoa, come on. We're, you're better than that. Um... I was going to say dick, but I didn't want to do that again. Great. Now there's now the word fat dick is on our thing. Um, despite whatever you think about him, I think he has a really compassionate case to be made in all of his films for what he's trying to say. And he does a really good job of putting things together to it being, being an enjoyable documentary and largely accurate and factual. And this movie didn't just tackle the fact that Donald Trump was our president. It went deep on the Flint water crisis. It went deep on Marjorie Stoneman. Um, it was hard to watch at times, but that's purposeful. Um, I liked it. I, I I mean, it wasn't my favorite documentary of his, and he's definitely veering in a, in a different direction that's kind of hard to uh, swallow at times. Mm. But um, 
it was good. I still, I still liked it. I still liked it. So I'm glad that I watched. I was tired as fuck because that was a two hour and ten minute documentary, which is just insane. But um, it's done. We got our ten points. Um, the the movie season is about to uh, end for us. We have a big summer movie season to prepare for. Want to remind everybody we're talking about movie season, awards season. Uh, the mullet awards are about to expire. Um, the Normal end date is as soon as the Academy Awards happen, which the Academy Awards, when you're listening to this, happened this Sunday. Um, well, actually, when we're recording this, it's still this Sunday. When you're hearing this, it's still this Sunday as well. Yeah, recording this so, on Tuesday. So uh, we will, yeah, so we will be closing out. I think what we're going to do is we are going to keep it open an extra week, let some extra votes get in there, and also we have to, you know, advertise a little bit more. And then also we have, a like, an interim week where we can watch Baby Driver, we can have the results up the following week. That gives us a week buffer. Also, when you're going away on your little work trip vacation, and then we can watch Rocky and uh, Rocky Bobo and the Creed movie. So that's how it's going there. ArcadeAudio.net slash the mullets is also linked on the description of the episode for you to enjoy and for you to vote, please. Enough beating around the bush. It's time to go into... The third, fourth, and fifth Rocky movies. Samantha, uh, it is your turn to read the box. Now, we have a massive box set collection here. So I've managed to pull up the Ugh. back of the package for Rocky Three as it normally is. I will pass this to you. Ugh. Really? Excuse me. To read. There you go. It's a little blurry, but I think you can still make it up. That's not fair if it's a little blurry. I have bad eyes as it is. I'll give you a long leash. Okay. Rocky three, Winner and still champion. Says time. Correct. That's really blurry. Rocky battles his most powerful adversary yet. The ferocious clubber Lang, Mr. T. In this hard-hitting actioner? Let me see. In this hard-hitting, yeah. Actioner? That comes out, we'll trade off. Every time we can't come up with a word, we'll just well, trade I, it. Well, I just wasn't sure. That it's... comes out swinging with adventure, humor, and emotionally charged... Human, human drama. drama. It looks like Hitman, right? I know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> For what may be the most exciting and fast-paced film in the series, Sylvester Stallone writes, directs, and stars with explosive passion and intensity. That's a statement. We can just stop it there. Just As Rocky Balboa... Okay, fine. If you Stallone, fuck up now, it's on you fights his way into the hearts of millions. Life couldn't be better. He scores 10 consecutive wins, lands lucrative endorsement contracts, and becomes famous throughout the world. But when Clubber Lang KOs Rocky in a humiliating defeat, it becomes apparent that the Italian stallion has lost his edge. Considering hanging up his gloves... Rocky receives encouragement from an unlikely ally, his old nemesis, Apollo Creed, Carl Weathers. With Creed's help, Rocky strives to regain the Eye of the Tiger before confronting Lang in a grueling rematch for the World Heavyweight Championship. Very well done. Thank you. Zero five. You're welcome. So, we talked the first two Rocky moves we saw. Rocky won... Didn't disappoint, but Rocky 1 underwhelmed us. Rocky 2 was much more our bag. So Rocky 3, we are officially in the 80s, if you could not tell. Oh, I could tell. Um. Oh, oh, I... 
what did you think of Rocky Three overall before we get into overall? This? Again, I made a lot of notes. I have a lot of things. I don't have as many notes on this one. You know, I don't have as many notes on this. I one. will say so. So, my quick thoughts are: uh, Rocky Three is of the original five Rocky movies. My second favorite after Rocky Two. It's definitely starting to veer into the territory we're about to discuss oh, for Rocky IV and Rocky oh, V. Oh, oh, yeah, it is. But there's the still... The score is still great. It's great score. It's a great boxing movie. Like... Sure. The, yeah. the, like, the training, and, like, it gets really into, like, mm-hmm. the ins and outs of boxing. It's not so much his life. Mm-hmm. Um, more emotion. Um, I felt, even though they... Just, had already established these characters, there wasn't really a need to build up your main characters anymore. They still had a lot of emotion in it. Um, I, overall, I thought it was good. Yeah, it's I good. It was good. There's, all right, so... Not, I mean... So it starts... So let's just go say this in advance. I never recognized or realized... Oh, I have that. I have that. That every Rocky movie... Right here. ...starts with the a last five-minute recap of the previous movie. Last week on Rocky. <laughs> like, that's how I feel like, like, they would do that in front of, like, Dawson's Creek. Like, and they would tell you, like, the things that happened the last week. Like, that's what this is. And it's I like, didn't know that you were serious when you had said that. I, I didn't know it either. <laughs> I honestly didn't. I yeah, knew, I, knew, I, remember they on... did, I remember they did it for Rocky 1 and 2 because those, well, for Rocky 2 because that story is, it literally picks up exactly from where it was. Yeah. Whereas this, as soon as the recap is over. It's like you five get, years later. Well, no, well, yeah, and then you get, yeah, you get the, the badass montage. Uh, <laughs> get ready to hear the word montage a record-breaking amount of times. Should we do what um, Andrew did for Horse Story? No. <laughs> but... The difference with this one is that it so perfectly set up exactly where we were going and served a purpose. You see Rocky storming through these challengers, you know, getting the life that he always wanted to live with the house and the the cars and earning it. And the juxtaposition, you have Mr. T fucking just doing, like beating the fuck out of people, working out in like a basement, like being this hard motherfucker. And it's like purposely sets up, uh, perfectly and purposefully sets up Exactly where we're going. Um, but then it veers into Polly nonsense about him Polly's being a racist son drunk. of a bitch. Polly is a racist, drunk, black eye in the series, and yet you still end up being like, aw. <laughs> he is literally yeah. that uncle. Yeah. He is perfect. Drunk uncle. Because like he throws that bottle at that Rocky pinball machine, which I'm sure was worth a lot of money. Oh my god. Um, that Burt Young would probably like to sell now for whatever he could use and need. Um, and then, like, Rocky has to pick him up in jail, and they have that weird thing when in the garage, and he's all mad, and then all of a sudden he's like, I can I get a job? Which he's always done at the first two movies. And Rocky's like, yeah, why didn't you say so? And it's like, wait, that's it? Okay. <laughs> and then, it, and then, so, all right, so, I have a lot of notes. There's a lot of things that are great, and a lot of things that are like, hmm, in this movie. The great mostly outweighs the hmm. Um, Does it? It does. So I did need Sylvester Stallone and Talia Shire singing, uh, like they did, like to each what? other in bed, like like they're talking about their lives. Oh my and, like, god! They sing to one another, and it was, I, that was weird. I purposefully blocked that out. So that's not that great. was so. Also, bad. speaking of singing, while Rocky's training for the Clubber Lang fight, 
He had to let his stupid brother Frank Stallone wander on. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to time Frank Stallone <laughs> while you were drinking. That was a very mean thing for me to do. I'm so sorry. Yeah, Frank Stallone is a thing. <laughs> uh, like he's singing, like as Rocky's training, because he's like, hey, Sly, can I get in the movie, man? He's like, yeah, go fucking sing back there, yeah, Frank. Um, yeah, Frank. So that's not great. Uh, Mr. T is so bad, he's good. All right, so let's talk about Mr. T. We have to. This oh. is, was this like his start start? Yes, this is this his, is start, his start. start start. Only in the 1980s could Mr. T be. He, like, had a resur- he had a resurgence in like the 90s, early 2000s with those commercials. Yeah, but like that was like. After he's already been an established character. Yeah, so Mr. He T was like. Come up he was like a, He was like a bodyguard. He was like a mercenary. Like he was like a bounty hunter. Fucking, he wasn't a fucking A team. That was no, a character no, he played. He literally, he literally was like a bounty hunter. That's why they cast him as yeah. B.A. Brock. Well, and then he won like strongman competitions. That's where Sly found him. He gave this role. And then like this guy's got natural charisma. Um, and that's about it. And a look about him. But like, fuck, he's so much to deal with. Like, he's but he's, it's the 80s, so it's like perfect. He's just so insufferable so he's much. He's so intense. I think that's. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm the man, and that's what we're going to do. I'm not, I'm not one, so much. You're so much. He's got one gear. And one volume. And it's taking a shit. <laughs> but it's, but it's so, it just... There couldn't have been someone else in that role. It, like there it, couldn't have been. So like, I have him he did on my it really well. I have him on my list for LVP. But I think he did it so well. And like, it, you can't say that there's somebody else who impo- could have done that better. Yeah, it's impossible to deem a Mr. T the best or the worst at anything. He's just Mr. T at it. Like, yeah. like you said, nobody else could have been Clubber Lang, and it's it's a it's a pantheon Rocky villain. The one good thing each. The one good thing Rocky 1 through 4 does is villains. Um, you didn't like the villain in 5? No, I didn't like oh. any of them. Uh, oh. But huh. but the thing is, we'll like his delivery is so textbook awful. He has like no redeeming qualities. Not that he needs to be, but he has no... Like, He's more of an improviser. He's not really on a, a scale of one person. To, shut up. On a scale of 1 to 10, Mr. T is a 17. Yeah, and that's he, there's no cadence. There's no. There doesn't need to be half the, the time. The only though. thing he kind of does that's different because, like, when he's cutting these promos and he's just saying this and doing that and doing whatever and yada yada, is at the first press conference, which is a great scene, which I love, when Rocky, the, the statue is unveiled and Rocky's going to retire, is. And he's, like, yelling at Balboa and you're just waiting for Mick to, like, call Mr. T the wrong word. And it's like, oh, God, no, but it doesn't happen. He's like. When he tries to sweet talk, Adrian's like, why don't you come down to my place and I'll show you a real man. It's like the only time he kind of changes it and it's exactly the right type of tone and thing mm-hmm. to like make Rocky freak out and do it. Uh, so that part's good. And also, both Rocky 3 and Rocky 4 have their villains have the pimpest fucking moments. And there's nothing pimp than, what's your prediction for the fight tonight? Pain. That's just fucking cool. And this that's is the, where I pity the fool came from. Well, exactly, yeah. But line. pain is just like, what's your what's gonna happen tonight? Just pain. That's it's fucking pain. badass. It's pain. All right, so you managed to talk me out of Mr. T's OVP. Let's yeah. go. We'll come back to that because I have more more stuff what? to talk about. Okay. Uh, the first, but everything around the first fight also is an absolute mess. <laughs> it's so fucking 
frantic. Yeah, it's and very frenzied. It's like, very frenzied. It's like they're going to walk out. There's so many people. Mr. T sees him, yells at him. He kind of pushes Mick. Mick's heart explodes. Um, then the fight happens, and Rocky's, like, focusing on that. And it's just, like, way too quick for, like, anything to kind of, like, settle and make sense. And then you have, like, the most melodramatic death scene of all time. Uh, which uh. Burgess Meredith's killing. You're just sitting there, you know, one soul tear rolling down his fucking cheek, killing it. And Sly <laughs> is so bad. Yo, yo, can I ask you a serious question? Yes. Who the fuck let Sylvester Stallone do this shit? <laughs> what else did he do before these Rocky movies? Like, he did like a porno. <laughs> right. Because like Rambo and all those things were after Yeah, this. yeah. Rocky who started get, it. Who let him do this well, shit? Well, because we even talked about in Rocky 1. Like you see like, like the potential for Sly there. Okay, but... Like, but like, who gave him the money to make these movies? Rocky made a shit ton of money, won fucking Oscars, so like, make more of them. And sure, you could direct now. <laughs> <laughs> you still want to act in it. Go ahead. The thing I have for Sly. So I have Sly on my MVP list for this movie. But how? But what? Uh, so here's. Who gave him the money? So I think in this one, he just. Studios! I like this that. This is the highest grossing Rocky movie of the series. It's it ridiculous. Makes, so Sly in this Why? one, you can see the switch is turned on. Stallone's a star now. Like you can see it. Not that he wasn't already a star in Rocky Two, but like in this, he's making fucking Rambo. He's making a bunch of stuff. The first time when he walks in, like pick Polly up from the prison, it's like, oh, Sylvester Stallone's worth a shit ton of money now. And you can just see the difference in him. You see the difference in Rocky, and you see the difference in him. And for the most part, in the entire movie, he crushes it. Him. When Polly, uh, when uh, Mick dies, he's like, oh! it's like it basically he's like Bobcat Goldthwait's balls got stuck in a bag of thumbtacks. Tell me how that. Oh! Oh! Chewbacca games. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> like he's so bad in that in that moment that like it's like oh Sly, there ain't no fucking way I can make you the MVP now because of that one moment. Everything else he's really good at, um, except that really, really melodramatic death scene. Um, like, the scene where him and Mick, where Mick's, like, he basically begs Mick one more time, like, I have to do this, you know? Like, they always, each movie, they each have a scene with each other that's very, very good. That Like, Burgess Meredith basically grounds Stallone, and, like, you see the father-son thing, and it's really good. That scene is very, very good. Uh, I also mentioned the press conference scene would be great as well. Um, what else have I not covered in my notes? You haven't uh, talked about these montages. Well, so there wasn't... Alright, so in this one, yes, there are montages. Not uh, as many. Not as many. Uh, so you have, like, them training for the fight and, like, the, the, the dichotomy between them. Stallone has his brother singing and all the noise and the people. Mr. T is, like, literally, like, fisting sewer rats. Yeah. Um, and then... Apollo comes into the picture mm-hmm. and trains Rocky, and it doesn't go well at first. And then they, they leap and then, into the ocean together. So I want to read my notes for that scene. <laughs> Just in all capital letters. Oh, no, can you continue to drink, please? No, I'm all done. Oh, damn it. I'll pretend. Short shorts! Sweat! <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally, in all capital letters, short shorts! Sweat! Gayness! <laughs> Sorry, there's a lot of homoerotic overtones. It's the 80s! Nothing's homoerotic in the 80s. <laughs> it's all just good fun, hey! Represent. 
Oh, that's the 90s. I'm sorry. Um, shut up. Uh, like, man, that scene, like, so the first, when, like, Rocky's depressed, again, I think Sly does a really good job of showing he's afraid. He doesn't know if he can do he's it anymore. He's got good range. Fine. He's got good yeah. range. Um, he, it's uh, getting harder and harder to understand him at this point. Oh, uh, not in this one. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. Have to put the we didn't have to put the close caption. We put on the close, Rocky Five. Shout out to us! It took us till Rocky Four to put subtitles four. on, and that was for Ivan Drago. To be fair, it wasn't for Rocky. Right. It was Probably should have kept it on for Five because in that one, Stallone. I don't know what. Happened. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Um, yeah. So those are. It, those are fine in this one. Like they serve their purpose and their story progression, and four specifically, and to a lesser extent, five. It's just fucking music videos. That's all it is. We basically watched MTV for 90 minutes is all we did. Um, back to three. Back to three. Uh, we haven't talked about one of the most famous scenes in the movie and the scene that changed the professional wrestling business forever, the Thunderlip scene. Oh, yeah. If that's not for that scene, professional wrestling doesn't, like, Vince McMahon does not take Hulk Hogan back and make him the biggest star in wrestling history. Um, well, that's debatable now. Now. What'd you say? Well, but I... But that's a podcast for another podcast. Yes. My bad. Wrestling would not be where it is today if it wasn't for Hulk Hogan in the 80s. That's, that's a fact. It's very, that's a fact. Um, the scene is, is innocent fun. It's just super innocent fucking fun until he starts like punching police officers and like, but it's all part of the show. Don't worry about it. Like, you know, it's, you know, it is what it is. It's just fun. Um, that announcer's mustaches was insane. Yes. Uh, it's the most moves Hulk Hogan ever did in a ring. <laughs> Hogan's busting out suplexes and body slams and, of course, his patented leg drop and stuff. He legitimately b- hurt Stallone severely. Really? In this movie and in 4, Stallone got fucked up. Because in I 4, in 4, him and Lundgren were, like, actually sparring. Right, and he, and he had to go to, the, go to the, hospital the hospital for, like, 10 days. Yeah, because, like, he got punched so hard that, like, yeah. his... I read that his um, yeah. heart smashed against his rib cage. Lundgren had no, like, first gear, because he made Carl Weathers quit the movie for, like, a day, too, because, like, he roughed him up a little bit too much. But that scene, Hogan's not great. Hogan's on my short LVP list, um, because he's still working out his delivery. But, like, you can't give Hulk Hogan an LVP for basically being, like, a wrestler and being, like, who he is, you know what I mean? I mean, you could. But that, that scene's incredibly, you know, the Thunderlips character is, you know, is great. So that's a lot of fun. You're such a fanboy. Um, well, not, I mean, he can go fuck himself now, but you know what I mean? Uh, Polly being a corner man is, like, the worst thing of all time. Like, well, what the fuck are you doing at ringside with him? You don't know. Go punch him. <laughs> Basically. Go punch him. Here, here's a meatball. Go throw this at his mother. Punch his teeth in. And then, like you said earlier. he says that in, like, the fourth one. He's like, yo, go punch his head off. That's not how it works, Polly. The mechanics of that aren't Polly, right. this is not Rock'em Sock'em Robots. <laughs> and we will get to robots. Um, <laughs> um, also, Polly's a lot to deal with, like you said, when they go to Creed's gym. And he's like, what? He? Uh, we're not going to repeat it. But he says a specific word that's like, oh, why do you have to say that? Yeah. It, it gets bad. It gets racist sure. at times. Yeah. Um, and I liked the, the final fight. It's still a mess like the first one is, but I liked it because it was different. Up to this point, every fight we've had is like gone to the distance, wearing each other out, last second knockout. This one was simple. Three rounds, he rope-a-dopes, uh, uh, Clubber Lang. You familiar with what rope-a-dope is? 
Sure. So it's a very famous tactic that Muhammad Ali used in um, one yeah. of his fights you... where he basically like causes the guy to punch himself out. No, yeah. he, he basically takes all the punishment, lets the guy punch himself out, and like manages to come back. Um, yeah, yeah, better. you make them tired. Yeah, yeah, so that's basically what Sly does, in the, or Rocky does in this, and he wins in three rounds, I think, three or four rounds. Um, so it was different. And then the ending, I, I, love, I love that we finally get, you know, the Creed and Balboa camaraderie, because they're, they're great together. I, and every moment of my life when I want to start something, I want to go, ding, ding. And then the the, ding, ding. the beautiful. Uh, I like that. I think shot. that's probably my favorite scene in the movie. Is just, just that. Just sticking around that, the end. I love it. I mm-hmm. think that they have really good chemistry together. Um, I just really liked it a lot. They do. Um, all right, so let's get an MVP and LVP. We've kind of talked about it throughout the podcast. Um, I think you basically talked me out. Well, I talked myself out of Hogan, and you talked me out of Mr. T, which is saying something. Again, can't reiterate that. On a on a standard rubric, Mr. T should be the LVP of this movie, but this movie would be so much less if it wasn't for his bat shitness, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's there's no other way around it. Sure. Which leaves me the only other LVP candidate I have here. Do you have Do you know who it is, or do you have an idea? Talia Shire. Yes, it is Talia Shire. Oh yeah, yeah, it's Talia Shire. So. I have, so we talked about it a lot. Did she get one from the previous? No, Burt Young and John John Plushet. Okay, so yeah, so she's getting into here. <laughs> I, like, she's a completely different person. Like, which is, like, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But because like the first two movies. Money we were, and fame changed her. We were complaining about, like, how feeble and meek and borderline mentally challenged she was in the first two. And all of a sudden, she's just like a normal woman who's like strong and opinionated. And God, I just hate that when a woman does it. Um, I'm kidding. I just had to get the look. I just had to see your reaction. But she's so just like unnatural. Like she's better being that like uh-huh. weaker Adrian as opposed to this one. Like the scene with her and Rocky on the beach is just not great. It's not good at all. Why? Because, well, number one, like, we're three movies in, and she, I don't feel like she has held up her end of the love bargain. Like, you know that Rocky loves Adrian. But for still, like, the way that she plays it. Why Why is it not obvious that she loves him, too? Because hmm? she's not a good actress. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why. She's just totally different, and I blame that not on... The, the development of the character, I blame it on Tully Shire just not knowing her fucking character three movies in. Uh-huh. So that's why. Uh-huh. I, I just did it to pop. You don't have to. Yeah. What? Am I allowed to speak? Or do you not want to hear my opinion? You don't want the serious answer to that. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Dipshit. No, I'm done. Uh, but th- that was who you had as well? Yes. But, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, MVP. Who would you have it? I know you want it to be Sly, but I think that Carl Weathers does a fantastic job in this movie. Just going, especially, you know, pulling it over. I know we're not supposed to, like, kind of compare to the other movies, but it's hard not to. You sure. Know? I just think you could see his growth as an actor and as a character and just that turnaround, you know, going from enemies to frenemies to friends. Um, he does a really good, I believable thought, job. Yeah, 
I I just really enjoy him. Like I said, I like the chemistry. I like when he's on screen. He's very charismatic. Yeah. Look, Sly is gonna get one at some point here. He has to. I know. I know. I know he's gonna get one. From Mickey's death scene alone, it can't be Sly. Like I can't reward. <laughs> I can't reward that can't reaction. I can't do it. If it wasn't for that, I would make a stronger case. I also had Burgess Meredith here because. He kind of goes back to what he was in Rocky 1 and not Rocky 2. He was less of a caricature in this. Mm -hmm. And he kind of exits very gracefully. You know, I, I think he did a great a great job in this. Ultimately, though, this movie, this is the Apollo Creed coming out party. Not just in the beach. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, and just like you said, him now being... Like, on the good side, he's so goddamn charismatic, both as that character and just as himself. But he's passionate. He kills it. So, yeah, I'm going to... Yeah. That's two... Back to back. Back to back. Carl Weathers, MVPs. So, he's going to join the Two Timers Club, uh, a growing list. Um, anything else on Rocky Three? I, th I mean, because we have notes here. We kind of... I feel like we kind of covered... Yeah, I think we covered a most lot of things. Oh, Eye of the Tiger. You talked about music earlier, but... I the Tiger, it opened up the show after the Rocky theme, the most famous Rocky song. There's a theme to Rocky? That plays in every, every Rocky movie? <laughs> no, it does oh. not. Oh, oh. It does okay. not. Um, the, fourth, the fourth one that does not. Stupid fucking theme. Uh, yeah, I the Tiger fucking kills it. Um, yeah, this... Uh, this this is a very fun experience, yeah. is this movie. Uh, it's score time. I score it because I drew it. Uh, I, I do want to consult. You gave it an eight and a half. I gave it an eight and a half, so I'm going to give this an eight. I gave it a seven. The, we're talking about Rocky Two, by the way. Yes. The it. I gave Rocky Two a seven and a half, so I'm mm -hmm. giving it a seven. Okay. I, I agree with you. It's... So far, out of the three that we've discussed, the second is my, yes. my second favorite. And again, that's probably sacrilege from a lot of people, but go back and watch Rocky 1 it and see what we're talking It doesn't hold up. up. It doesn't hold up. It doesn't. It just drags. This, I think, because you've established those characters, like I talked about earlier, you've established the characters and everything, it picks up. It's more about the boxing, the meat and potatoes of it, and I think that it, it keeps a really good rhythm. So I like it. On Let's the get other into hand, one I didn't like. Rocky Four. Yeah, let's talk about Rocky Four. Is next. You got that box from me. I who baby, you know I do. I don't know what that means. Thanks. <laughs> uh, man, my notes. Do are... I do I owe one? Like, what's the reading? Like, how many have you read versus me? Did we read a package for um, Rocky Two? Kind of. Because of how bad the image was, I said if you fucked up, I wasn't going to count it. Okay, so I didn't even record it on my list. Yeah. So, I've read 24, you've read 21. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll just, for the sake of the catching up, I'll, I'll read this one. Uh, Rocky Four, a two-fisted wallop, says USA Today. Uh, East meets West, when Rocky <laughs> takes on a vicious, come on. What was that? East meets West. That's not what you... When Rocky takes on a vicious... Again, it's very blurry. Let me see. Okay, all right. Uh, where was I? East meets... East meets west. 
when Rocky takes on a vicious Soviet fighter who literally killed his last opponent. Sylvester Stallone writes, directs, and stars in this war between nations in which the only battle is fought in a boxing ring. Uh, and I, I said, you didn't read, did you read the whole thing? I you read didn't, the right? whole thing. Uh, Rocky Balboa Stallone proudly holds the World Heavyweight Boxing Championship. But <laughs> you a were new totally challenger right. has stepped forward. Drago, played by Dolph Lundgren, a six foot four, two hundred and sixty one pound fighter who has the bot. Who has the what? Count it, count it, count it. Who has the what? Backing. Oh. I said boxing. Oh. Who has the backing? So that counts for everything on this one. Uh, the backing of the Soviet Union. This time, Rocky's training regimen takes him to icy Siberia, where he prepares for a globally televised match in the heart of Moscow. But nothing can truly prepare him for what he's about to face. A powerfully charged fight to the finish in which he must defend not only himself, but also the honor of his country. That should be two. That should be two. That's two. That's two. Why did I volunteer to raid? That's two. And that puts me in the lead again. We were tied, right? No, I was losing. Eight to nine. And then you just fucked up twice on this box. So now I'm in the lead. Nine to ten. Fuck you, you're reading five now. Okay, I'll read five. I took that shouldn't even count. I was nice and I took a bullet for you because you're complaining, oh, it's so blurry and I have a headache, my eyes aren't. Man, this movie's weird as fuck. <laughs> this fucking movie. Yo. No one told you to take a bullet for me. I'm never taking a bullet for you ever. I wouldn't take a bullet for you anyway. Freeze, or your wife gets it. Oh. <laughs> where have you been? <laughs> oh, where have you been all my life? Huh? It's like one of my favorite Bobby Heenan jokes. He uh, once asked a guy in the audience, Sir, how long have you been married? He's like, oh, about 20 years. Oh, do you realize if you'd killed her on your wedding night, you'd almost be out by now? <laughs> it's a very good joke. Oh, so true. Rocky Four. So this is the most cult favorite of the Rocky movies. No way. It is. No way. <coughs> this movie has its fucking fans. Rich Camelucci is one of them. Rich. Because it I'm is. I'm disappointed. You. It's 1985. No. Everything is fucking loud and makes no goddamn sense. And there's so much nonsense in this that it does have a charm to it. Me, personally, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. Compared to five, this is like Citizen Kane. But <laughs> we'll get there. You know, I'll give us two when this movie came out. <laughs> Fuck you. All right, let's let's talk about. It. Let's go again. Right. Every movie recap. Right. right every, yeah. Every movie recap. We know what happened in the last one. Again, you gotta you gotta mention it at the top because it's probably the only time we're gonna mention something good. Great score. Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! This movie, this movie, oh, I'm, I got this. This movie's music is basically the decade of the 80s queefing in a CD player. The only thing missing from this is like Falco fucking spanking his monkey all over fucking Max Headroom's face. <laughs> It's like the only 80s things that are missing in this. So you have Hearts on Fire, which, look, I love it. It's going to play at the end of this podcast. I'm not playing that bullshit Elton John song we heard in Rocky V. Uh, it's, 
got it's on fire. My it's favorite got... part, though, was when you put, just side note, was when you put the closed caption on so we could understand what Drago was saying, and then it played the lyrics, and the most depressing fucking The lyrics, lyrics for Hearts on Fire are pretty bad. It's the worst. It's the bad. Uh, no, no, there's no easy way out. I feel bad not playing that. Uh-huh. Uh, here's 20 seconds. Here's as much I can legally play of Hearts of... No, fuck, I don't want to edit that bad. <laughs> just pause. Go listen to No Easy Way Out. And you're back. <laughs> um, My yeah, music, the music sucks. You get yeah. no... Bill Conti was in a coma during this or something <laughs> and couldn't do any music. So they're like, fuck, let's just, like... It's the 80s. Buy, buy all these fucking songs. It's the 80s. And we play the them over all the music videos. As we yeah. joked earlier... There are, we didn't keep track, but literally at one point I just wrote in all capital letters, montage the movie. It Another goes, montage? Why are there so many? There's for like the, the. All the music sounds the same and is slightly inappropriate for the heaviness of the material. So Rocky goes to Siberia, gets a beard. Where did it come from? How long was well, he, he in needed, Siberia? Well, he needed another one while, uh, while his real beard was at home, taking care of the kids. Um... How long was he there, though? Uh, like a few weeks. <laughs> but he didn't shave. He, well, why was he going to shave when he's too busy cutting wood and lifting okay, people up on a chariot? Too, you're getting way too ahead of yourself here, okay? Well, Here's I, I wanted to point note. out, so the, the montage thing, it literally goes from one training montage where Sly's doing all this stuff and Drago's doing all his stuff, and then there's like a two-minute conversation because Adrian's there now. And then montage right again. into another montage fucking montage. Again. And it's not like they're doing anything like significantly different. They're just making Dolph Lundgren run around a fucking circle and punch this bag and have some fucking uh, meters on his chest as he runs on a treadmill and lifts some weights and they inject his butt with a needle. I just saved you watching 25 minutes of Rocky Four. I wish you had saved me. My first note on this movie, legitimately, besides mm-hmm. the music, is what... The fuck. <laughs> this is so weird. I have no idea what part you're, you're asking. This is the beginning. Yeah. Alien Robot is so awkward and makes me very uncomfortable. So let's talk about Polly's Robot, huh? So it makes the movie, me very uncomfortable. So again, the movie starts recapping Rocky Three, right? Uh, and then we have Stallone's shitty kid. Not his real kid yet, but his shitty kid. A, a terrible fucking kid actor. Like, absolutely garbage kid actor. Um, and then, like, it's Christmas, right? Or, like... It's no, pa- it's not pa- Christmas. It's Polly's birthday, right? Yeah, yeah, it's birthday. And Sly is still... Uh, Rocky has so much money, he gives Polly This a robot. giant robot in the coolest intro of all time. You gotta admit. It's pretty cool. And it's, like, weird commercial cuts of, like, this robot, like, coming out to where it seems like, okay, so... The planet's been overrun by aliens now. And right, Rocky right, right. just bought one? No, it's just this brilliant robot that's Polly. I thought it was Star Wars. That all of a sudden Polly, like, of course, immediately starts treating it like shit because that's what Polly does. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this thing? And it's so nice to him. And then, like, the next time you see it, like. We think that he. I that... think he's having intercourse with the robot. Polly and the robot. Polly and the robot were banging each other <laughs> because she now has a sultry women's voice, <laughs> and he master and she, won't like that. And she's and he's like, "That's my girl." It's like, no, it's a fucking robot. That some bullshit real '80s company was like, 
hey, uh, can we put your, our robot in your movie? It like kind of works. Sure. It made me very uncomfortable. That robot, I'm, I haven't confirmed this. I just saw it in the IMDb page. Don't tell me. It's my favorite back of all time. Don't the robot got a SAG card. <laughs> <laughs> What else has that robot been in? I can't... Nothing! the credits. Nothing! Pull up the credits. What do I fucking look at? Rocky IV robot? There's so much robot in this movie, though. There's just so much robot. Rocky IV robot. Here we go. The bizarre touching story behind Rocky IV's robot butler from The Telegraph. I'll read that later. I'm going to keep that open. <laughs> uh, hold on. I gotta... I gotta... I gotta find out. I'm sorry. Rocky IV robot. Was it given... Make the only robot with a SAG card. Why did they give the robot a SAG? I'm sorry, I'm about to break down. I can't. I'm lightheaded. I need a drink. I need a fucking drink. Ow. Oh my god. Why did they give the robot a SAG card? Fucking. I have friends. We probably know somebody. I don't know how... Is it just for actors? Wait, the Screen wait. Actors Guild, right? I'm losing my mind. It's the Screen Actors Guild. We have friends who probably don't have SAG cards. <laughs> you can rent this robot. <coughs> Give, me my <laughs> Give me my fucking phone. Where's my phone? Give it to me. I don't trust you with this information. How much is it? I don't know. I'm don't so touch to my phone. I need to know this. Let me look it up. Man, someone's bachelor party just got all kinds of fun. <laughs> Who do we know that's also get married? Free visits? No, me... If you touch my phone one more time, <laughs> I swear to God I'm going to get divorced. <laughs> oh, you can carry things? Oh my God, I'm going to throw up. I mean, how does this thing still work? This thing's like 30 <laughs> years old. Ooh, Celebrity Credentials. The only robot in the world who is a member of the Screen Actors Guild. Featured in Rocky IV. Oh, he's a cat. <laughs> 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 he was a cast member of Days of Our Lives for an entire season. What fucking storyline did you need this robot for an entire year? Oh, and he was the oh, so that makes sense. He was the opening act for a nationwide concert tour for James Brown. He was in a Carly Simon music video. Owner and user of his own personal American Express and MasterCard. <laughs> Has entertained royalty and dignitaries throughout the globe. Oh my god. <sighs> Alright, side note. Is my note. heart supposed to be hot? <laughs> side note. You did robotics for a few years. We didn't do shit like this. <laughs> Our thing was like, oh, Could I'm you... going to run and pick up this ball and put it over here. Could you build this robot? Fuck no. I was part of the spirit team. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. Could anyone... One who was on that team with you build build this robot. I'm sure some of them are engineers or some shit, but they don't have they don't have the balls to go convince Sylvester Stallone to plunk down money to put me in the goddamn movie. Oh and then at the end of the movie, because the, the fight is on Christmas Day, right? This is this is exactly how batshit this. Look how normal no, we're we were for Rocky Three. No, we're on the robot. We're getting to the fucking robot right now. All right, so Rocky, so Adrian Com, he's in Siberia by himself training. She the can't. fights in Russia on Christmas Day. They're Adrian all there. Adrian doesn't want him to fight. She says, get the fuck over there. She stays. Then she goes with him. She's the only one who goes over mm -hmm. there, though. Polly's already over there. Polly's there. Duke's so, already there. Yeah, so, what, so what's going on? So where's the robot? He's the babysitter. What? Rocky Jr. is at home 
with the robot. And his friends. How do we know this? Yeah. So on Christmas Day, Rocky Balboa Jr. is left alone at home with two of his friends. Those parents are also awful. We let their kids <laughs> go over to Rocky Balboa's house on Christmas, Neverland fucking ranch looking house, and let this robot, who's now dressed up like Santa Claus, watch them watch a brutal international incident boxing match. <laughs> Where's the Tylenol? Where, where were their parents? <laughs> At home, getting fucking drunk. Because it was Wait. Christmas. Yeah. I was, <coughs> I was gonna say something else. About oh that. my god, I'm dying. Okay, so the robot's the best. Stallone's shitty kid. Okay. Let me see. There's there is some good in this. There is some good in this. So. It's hard to not play my hand for MVP and LVP here, but Carl Weathers is so goddamn charismatic, and the first 30 minutes of this movie are the best because it's all about his internal plight, about proving to himself he can do this, and then also struggling with who he is because, like, he's so confident and cocky and can't help himself, but there is still that doubt. Crushes it. Absolutely kills it. Crushes it. it. Uh, Dolph Lundgren is awesome. Uh, he's so great Man at being... Man, a few words. But it's perfect. He was so great at being stoic. His facial expressions, his body language, his demeanor, so imposing. And there's, like I said, with uh, pain, like, if he dies, he dies. And I must break oh, you. Oh, man. Oh, I, if I had been there, I would have beat the shit out. He dies? If he dies, he if dies? If he dies, he dies. Then you go to jail. You murdered somebody. It's boxing. I'm sure they signed a waiver or something where, like, you know, you, like. Do they have a waiver like that? For I'm sure there's professionally something. Re professional wrestling? No, I mean, I'm sure there's something, but, you know. Um, so that's good. Uh, the fucking... And then it's my favorite fight as well. The ending fight is... It's like we talked about. They actually sparred. Oh. It felt real. Like you said, like, oh my God, I can't watch this. Like, it was so violent was. and so I honest, I had to cover my eyes. I couldn't. I am a really big fan of sports. We're saying boxing. I'm like, bullshit. No, you're not. Well, no, I mean... I'm a fan of sports, mm -hmm. and I've watched boxing. My grandfather mm -hmm. was a boxer. Not, like, professional. Yes. Like, a street... He was, like, a street street fighter. Yes. He was in Street Fighter, the game. And, um... Your grandfather is, is Blanca. Is Blanca. <laughs> no, he was a boxer. Um, you know, and he t would tell me stories about it, and we'd watch the boxing matches and stuff. But for me, it's so hard to watch because of how violent it is. It's just... It's, like it's not like football or basketball or even wrestling that's yeah. fake. Well, and they had to put, Boxing's real. And they had to put over, like, so they say, like, early on, I don't know if, like, this is when you fell asleep the first time we were starting to watch it, but, um, like, Drago punches, like, twice the power of a normal man. And you feel yeah, that... Yeah, steroids up his butt. Yeah, and you feel that in the Creed fight. It's just so sudden and, like... Ugh. Oh, it, it... Don't even get me. Don't even. That was so emotional. It is. And well, that's why I said, like, so that's, like, everything about that. That whole scene from the beginning when he, you know, uh, a Drago comes in and it's really, like... Well, because he's in the ring gray. already and they raise him up and then James Brown's performing. Man, that whole <laughs> thing... If you've never watched Rocky IV, I know it sounds like a fever dream. This all happens. Yeah. Go ahead. James Brown comes in. You literally went, what the fuck? I was... <laughs> <laughs> what? 
It's What's the full James Brown performance. It was a full, and then Apollo comes out just like Uncle Sam, which well, he did in the first movie. It's not, you know, not no, but it, this was to the hills. It wasn't the, it, what not to with that the hat. It was the no, glitter. He, that's how he comes out in the first one. He comes out like on a chariot, dressed like George Washington, and doing all you know his yeah. things. Okay, well. But this was ridiculous. This was ridiculous. There was like it's streamers, ch- firecrackers. It's the cheesiest fucking so, thing ever. It's the reason why it's people so hate 80s. Americans. It, it's the epitome it really of why people hate Americans because of that excess and that cockiness and yes. everything like that. That's the epitome of why. So it was done really well, but just. <laughs> One also, they do little things like Ugh. you can feel, so like in 30 seconds. I felt the the Creed romance so much more than I felt Rocky and Adrian yeah. at this point because like him like kind of looking at her in the crowd and like uh, Bridget Nielsen walking by her and them kind of like sharing whatever and then her reaction to the fight is so much more than like Rocky and Adrian's anything. It's tainted later on when you know the Creed's been cheating on her the whole time. But um, whoa 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 whoa! Spoiler alert. Uh, but still, like, they do a really good job of the emotion of that and him not wanting the fight to be called off. And then, like, it sinks in that, like, oh, man, he really fucked him up. Like, what's going to happen? Yo. And then there's a funeral, and you're like, oh, my, you're like, you didn't know. I didn't. I didn't know. Like, I I knew that, oh, he died in the ring. But I thought it was, like, Mick. Like, he's, like, older, died in the no. ring. I didn't know because I'd never seen Carl any of these. Pissed. I'd never <laughs> seen any of these movies before. Yeah. Except for Cree. Yeah. Um, so I I knew he had like talked about it a little bit in that movie, but I didn't realize it was like that. Like he says, Promise me you won't stop the fight. This dude punches him in the face twice, mm-hmm. then he's twitching on the ground. No oh, yeah. Like Yeah. That was ridiculous. It's like, ridiculous and intense and it then, was so intense, like And then as soon as it that's happens That's like the best part of this movie. Yes. And that's the best part of the and that's Literally, we are now. As soon as that right, happens, that, and then everything's shit show down downhill. Four and five, we are down because it's like okay. Well, now we resorted to murder, to like advanced storylines. Yeah. And also now we're in politics. Well, like we are literally taking the front page of the news, and just putting it on. Yeah, but you know what? Because what's what needs to happen at this point? What does Avenge. writer no? What does writer director and stars of us as need to do? Fucking end the Cold War. Just with the power of his That's my very last fucking note mumblings. Of this movie. Rocky ends the Cold War question mark? Yeah, yeah, he ends the Cold War. I didn't know that. Yeah. See, you learn something new yeah, every he ends day. The Cold War. But but for real though. Like that was insane. And then mm-hmm. it's like, you know in the movie The Avengers, mm-hmm. all that build up, build up, and then halfway through you finally get the you know, Colson dies and then Nick Fury comes, Oh, they needed something to mm-hmm. avenge. And that was the trigger, and that's what started it. That's what this was, of Rocky just becoming this international, larger than life. Yeah, I mean, sure. the 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 the, the follow up is just bad because well, yeah, slide takes a pretty big step back here, in my eyes. Like, yeah. I don't think he does a very good job in this one. He's on my LVP list. Right. You could actually talk me into him being the LVP for so many moments in this movie. Um, I ultimately, I don't think he mm. is. I think there's one other guy who I think is worse because of what a caricature he is. Well, we'll get there. Um, what a burden to carry, though. Let's just talk about that for a second. What, what, what did you say? What a burden to carry. Like, if Rich was a professional boxer, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and he's he... fucking dead. <laughs> Let me oh, I'm sorry. 
I just was like, oh, he's going to have one match. He's gone. <laughs> he's dead. Like if, <laughs> he didn't say anything else. If, on, like, he's, if Rich, he's dead. you know, who's like one of your best friends, like a professional boxer. He's dead in the ring. You guys were both professional boxers. You're both boxers. I'm sorry. And he's in the ring. Yes. And he says. He's dead. <laughs> and he looks at you and says. Promise me you won't stop the I'm fight. He's, he's not. And you don't. He's not even in the ring. He's at home fucking the robot. <laughs> he's the meat pole on the floor. Right. Which one of your friends is most likely to be? A... All right, Tope <laughs> is in the ring. All right, Tope's in the mm-hmm. ring, and he looks at you, and he says, oh, "Mullet." That's hard. He says, "Mullet, promise me you won't stop the fight." And you, and you're watching, and you know I, you I'd should. Stop. I'd have no, to. and you don't. Mm-hmm. And he dies. Mm-hmm. What a Burden. Why are you? Why are you? I feel what like you're a putting a burden. Fucking, I'm like you're putting like a hex on us. That's how. That's how Rocky felt. I'm gonna wake up tomorrow and on his Facebook, Toby's gonna go to like a UFC gym. Oh for my the gosh! First shut time. the fuck up! Don't even say that. Oh my god! Please. There is no easy way out. But but like that's mm-hmm. the burden he carried. Like he watched like his best friend. Mm-hmm. He promised to me once, and then it's his. It's like his fault. If he dies, he dies. Um. <laughs> that's why I should be your best friend, Tope. Um, I also want to point out that uh, the No Easy Way Out music video, and I'm calling it that on purpose because it is what it is. Uh, we said it's a montage, right? It is. It recaps the first three movies oh in their God. entirety in the middle of the movie. The it's just Sly in his car because Adrian won't let him fight Dolph because she has his balls in a fucking lockbox. I'm sorry, what? Why are you saying it for Adrian? You don't like her. You don't like Kelly Shire. I, I know, but I, I, I appreciate... Mm-hmm. The relationship mm-hmm. and the respect he has for his wife. Oh. I wish that you had the yeah, same. Whatever. Um, it's just like, why are we oh, doing please. this? Like, why do I have to recap everything in the middle of this? Just recap, like, him and, like, Apollo's, like, thing together, you know? Short shorts! <laughs> short, short shorts! shorts. Beaching it up, Sweaty. man! They're, they're Literally, it looks like they were jumping in the water to play Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise and beach volleyball on Top Gun. <laughs> Like, that would have been a fucking sick twist. I don't even know if Top Gun was out at this point. But, um, yeah. It, just it, I, Here's my note in the middle of this. I love the 80s. Like, you know I love the 80s. And it's music. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I said, <laughs> that I montage of Apollo and Rocky is ridiculous. It's, uh, all of it was just all ridiculous. Of it. And then Polly's definitely fucking that robot. That's the next scene. <laughs> this kid is the worst. The kid was pretty bad. The and why are they... Good. Okay, so then it gets to where he's going to Russia, right? He's going to mm-hmm. go train because he accepted the fight, couldn't take it. He's saying goodbye to his son. Mm-hmm. You're getting emotional. That son, what, like, the son, not his child. Not yet, yeah. The son. <laughs> no nepotism yet. The son was high in the sky. It's noontime. This mm-hmm. kid's still in bed. <laughs> That's right. They're like a heart to heart. The kid's in his pajamas. And, I mean, he's rich. I mean, I guess it makes sense. <laughs> That, I don't know why that bothered me so much. It bothered me, too. It bothered me, too. It bothered me so much. And then they fly to Russia, all right? And I forgot to ask my dad this question. I need a drink. I do, too. Can you get me something? Keep talking. Some water? I forgot to ask my dad this, but I, I am almost positive that that plane would not have been cleared to land, fly and land in that airspace with that snowstorm like that. I don't know how things operate over there because I feel like it's always snowing. In Soviet Russia, plane flies you. Like legit, legitimately. Like I don't. I forgot to ask my dad about it. He was. He's at work now. 
And then he has to work again at 6 a.m. So I, I'm not going to get a chance to talk Ugh. to him. I know. But, yeah, he... I'm sure that that would be an FAA violation. No one would have landed that plane. What else do you have? Sorry, now what else? Oh, Fire what else? Yeah. Oh, this is my all caps note from earlier. All the music sounds the same and is slightly inappropriate for the heaviness of the material. Again. Just everything they play under these montages and like this like depression and you know they're so they make the Russians so sinister. Well that's Russians. I'm not gonna bemoan them for that because that was just the times. Like the Cold War was like at its peak. You know, at any moment like nuclear bombs are gonna fly off the hinge, you know. All I need was Sly Sloan. If you can change, I can change. We all, we all can, can change. We all can change, man. We all can change. My friend is dead. And they kept reusing... But we all the, changed. They kept reusing the same cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of the fighting. The fight. It was like pocket ninjas. I don't think there's a second unit. <laughs> like, first unit. Go, go, go. That's all I had. Yeah, we hit, we hit most of my notes as well. Uh, MVP and LVP. Uh, a certain MVP. Um, I want to give it to Dolph Lundgren. Because I think... Okay. I mean, sure, he didn't talk a lot. He didn't... He, he, I mean, he didn't talk a lot. I think he did a lot else. Mm-hmm. If it's not him, it's Carl Weathers again. I mean... Because Carl... I mean, like I said, the first 30 minutes of this movie are fantastic... Because he's of Carl of Weathers, it. he's the heart of it. He's the, he's just rocking and rolling. Lundgren has, like I said, this stoic power about him that makes him so ominous and makes him so dangerous. And I think that's valuable to keep this movie not being a complete laugh fest. You know what I mean? Like I don't mean like that it's a, a comedy, but it being just like so bonkers that you don't believe in anything. He's the believable part of this movie. Mm-hmm. Even when his trainer or whatever is coming out and shitting on him, he just grabs him by the fucking throat and just lifts him up. You know what yeah. I mean? And I fight to win. You know? And when he comes back out the rock, he kind of, not respect, but just to the end. Like, we're doing this until it's over. Yeah. Um, him getting cut, I think, was also like, like when he's like, oh shit, this guy's for real, you know? I think it He's a good not job. human. Yeah, he did a good job in those moments. Also, I, we talked about it. I love Tony Burton. I love Duke. Like, he's, he's so emotional, like, I raised Apollo like my son. This is the most Tony Burton's going to get to do did until you know, Rocky Balboa. Did you know he's a legit... Like, genius tennis, uh, uh, chess player, yeah. Legit genius chess player? That's why, uh, uh, on The Shining, Stanley Cooper kept him on set just to have somebody to play chess with. Crazy. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, he's not the MVP. I always like to give him a shout. We're going to talk about him at the end of the year. Um, when our, like, unsung hero award we, we, yeah. we talked about. I mean, I'll go either way on this. If, if I mean, <clears throat> both are not wrong answers. It's not Sylvester Stallone again. Sylvester Stallone's like always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Well, he might be a he might be the fucking ring bearer here in a second because he might be the OVP of this movie. Um, who do you want to go with? Um, I mean, I want to give it to Carl Weathers because I. I haven't really paid attention to Carl Weathers ever, ever. He's all—he's great in everything. Yeah, he's, he's great in everything. Like 
I just, I love that character. I, I just love seeing it. There's so much emotion in this, everything in this. Let's do it. But, okay. Let's do it. I was going to say, I, I feel like you're right with Dolph Lundgren. I can't give somebody who talked that little an MVP. Right. Though. He did so much, but he didn't say very so much. So, four Rocky movies, wow. and Carl Weathers is the MVP of three of them. Dang, and he's dead in the Well, yeah, he, we'll never see him again <laughs> uh, in, in these oh, movies. Oh, but so. we'll talk about the legacy he left Absolutely. when we get to Creed. LVP. So, Dang. I've talked about Sly a lot. The other two people I would have are a shitty kid, who we noted. Oh, we'll get there. Who we noted that was uh, his real name was Rocky, so they just hired him because his real name was Rocky, which is easy for the kid to take direction. Um, my other person would be, I think his name was George Pataki. He was the Helga um, Pataki's father. Sure, <laughs> I don't know what any of that from means. Hey Arnold. Um, you don't know Hey Arnold? I do, I do, I do. I just know her last name was Pataki. Um. He was the trainer of Drago, like the like the main guy who would talk. He was oh, a, I didn't he was like a him. big fucking caricature. I like we did. Did we talk about? I didn't. Bridget Nielsen. I, I like I Bridget Nielsen. I, look, my remaining note is Bridget Nielsen. Okay. Before Flavor Flav got to her, she had it going on. Before she was a big ghoulish woman. <laughs> I she, thought she did a great job. I think she did a good job. This she was, was nominated for a Razzie for this really? and Red Sonia. I think it was more so like. Just her being in two bad movies. Yeah, but I, th- that I thought she was fine. I thought she was fine, and too. I think, like, the only thing I really knew her from is, like, terrible reality television. Yeah. So, like, this is, like, a huge step up yeah. for her, you know? Oh, like, don't worry. In the process of this movie, Sly's, like, plowing away at her, so she's yeah. never good again. <laughs> so yeah, for they were married, weren't they? Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, uh, Greg Joel's famous joke was, uh, Bridget Nielsen's pussy is so big, Sylvester Stallone left his career in there. <laughs> was the joke. <laughs> I'm not um, but no, she it. was fine. I liked her. Are you editing this podcast at all? Nope. Okay, cool. I'm not saying it. Uh, well, whatever it's going to be on after. Oh, my, Michael Pataki. I think George Pataki was like the mayor of New York or something. <laughs> um, so he'd be one. Or, look, I think Stallone's destined to get one of these. And in this one, he's just so... He's really feeling it now. Like, he knows... He's like the biggest star in the world, and he doesn't know why. <laughs> and if we could change, like he's not good. So I'm either I'm either fine to give Stallone this one, or I'll give it to the other guy. Again, you call it. No, don't put that pressure on me. I agree with both points. Okay, it's got to be one. Sly. <laughs> Sly man. Oh. Yep. All right, so Stallone is now a two-time LVP. For this and... Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. Oh. Man, Rich, you better not write some hate mail. You better not email I us at marriagewithmovies at gmail.com and send us hate I mail I think about even Rich that. would recognize that at some point Stallone has to get one of these. Um, and he's not going to get it for five because there's so much bad in five. Oh, I know. I the, think a Stallone might still get it, but we'll get there when we get oh, there. Oh, we're going to have a big-ass disagreement then. All right, I'm going to say this so that way you can have a heart attack. I think Stage Stallone was the second best actor in Rocky V. Uh, <laughs> don't let that earring fool you. Um, it's score time for Rocky IV. Are you okay? <laughs> I just broke my wife's fucking head. She'll never be the same again. All right, so 
We gave Rocky 1 a 5.5. What? This is worse than Rocky 1. What? It has to be. I'm going to give this a... I'm going to give this a... I can't even, like, look at my phone. is too bright. I'm going to give this a four and a half. I was giving this a four, so... Give this a four. Okay, so a 4.25 for Rocky 4 is very appropriate. Rocky 5 is what remains. I gotta leave that robot side open <laughs> so I can buy that robot later. How mad would you be if, like... Furious. If you stuck your dick in the robot more than no, you stuck no, your dick in me... No, no, I just wanted to be here! Oh. I'm not gonna fuck the robot! Besides, that's assault. That guy has a SAG card, alright? <laughs> that guy, he's a fucking robot. Rocky 5. Um, I am not reading this shit. Best believe I'm passing this on to you now. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel this one's actually easy to read. All right, here you go. Rocky Five, the conclusion of the Rocky franchise for 16 years. Okay. This one's pretty clear, too, so. A Powerhouse 10, American Movie Classics. It's not very clear. It is pretty clear. It's not. Compared to the other one, this is. The Italian Stallion rediscovers his roots in this exciting, throw-packed drama that reunites Sylvester Stallone with the Oscar-winning director of the original Rocky. Oh, so not himself. They don't even say the guy's fucking name on the box. (laughs) Upon returning home from his latest triumph, Rocky Balboa Stallone learns that all his money has been lost by an unscrupulous financial advisor. To make matters worse, his fight-related injuries force his retirement from the ring. So Rocky, his wife Adrian, Talia Shire, and his son Rocky Jr., Sage Stallone, move to their old low-rent neighborhood in South Philadelphia. There, the fighter must resolve the deep-rooted resentment held by his son, a bitterness that grows when Rocky trains Tommy Gunn, Tommy Morrison a young boxer who soon rises to national prominence. When Tommy turns against his mentor and publicly taunts him, Rocky knows he must fight once more. Suck a dick. Does this movie. So I saw this movie... <sighs> My head hurts real when bad. I, when I was a child, and it scarred me I couldn't me do anything else the rest of the day after we watched this movie. So we watched, so we finished Rocky, with yesterday is when we did this. We had a, we celebrated President's Day by by finishing Rocky Four instead of going out to the movies and enjoying anything else. Watching a good else, movie. Because we needed to entertain you fucking people. Oh my God, uh, they're <laughs> our fans. Um, and then, like, in the afternoon, we're like, all right, what else are we going to do? And I'm like, let's just get this over with. Because I've never wanted to rewatch this movie. This is one of the ten worst movies before we started this podcast, and we've watched so much bad shit. One of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life is Rocky V. It takes everything from four Rocky movies and just immediately shits all over it. It's like, hey, you know what was so exciting about the first four Rocky movies? Him, being, him being poor and struggling. Let's, let's put him back in that. Let's make all the first four movies completely un- irrelevant. Let's have him be a fucking loser failure again. That's fun. That's cool. How can you ever like Pauly ever again? Not that you liked him in the first place. Yeah, look. Before he was just a robot fucker. And now he, he's... He thought he was making a good business move. 
it's just very, 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 very bad. In Polly's defense, Rocky should have read what he was signing. He can't read! That's his own fault. (laughs) We established that in the first two movies, barely. It just... Like, I don't want to watch this. I don't want to watch, like, the first 50 minutes of the movie. No! The whole movie is just depressing as shit! I'm falling asleep now that we're started talking it's about it. It's just so sad, and it has, and this is saying something for the Rocky franchise, the worst acting, uniformly, of any Rocky movie. Like, I have one MVP, he will be the MVP, I will fight you to the death about making him the MVP of this movie. Because he's the only one that has any redeemable qualities. Who? Burgess Meredith is the MVP of this movie. He's not even in the movie. He is the MVP of this movie. He's not even in the movie. Yes, he is. Both those scenes of As his, a ghost! It doesn't matter. It's new content. They didn't film... They didn't just take that from the old movies. It's a montage. No, it's a dream sequence. The scene where, the scene where him and Rocky... When Rocky's drunk imagining uh, their training session in the gym, and he's talking about Rocky Marciano's necklace, and he's, uh, you know, I love you, kid. You know, this, any other. It's a really good I know, but then they play that last line 17 times in this movie. Uh, they don't play that much, but they do play it at the end where it is still, like, it kind of gives 17 you... 17 times. Get up, you son of a bitch, because Mickey loves you. 17 times. Tell me who else is the MVP of this movie. I beg you. I, I'm on my hands and knees. Tell me. Anybody you say, I will shit all over. By that, I mean I will leave this house, I'll go get a plane ticket, I'll find the fucker, and I'll take a crap all over them. Some of these people are dead. <laughs> Most, some of these people have died. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, uh, I fucking hate this movie. I hate it. it it's, it's so bad. It's pretty bad. Uh, it took five movies and, you know... For this one, after we recap Rocky Four, let's not forget. After we recap, what's the first thing we see, Samantha? Sylvester Stallone's ass. It's true. It took him five movies to be like, you know what? Let's start with a shot of my butt, huh? Let's get naked. All right. Um. Yeah. Then they come home. They get off the plane. Well, first, when he's in the shower, like, he's... Like, he's shaking. He's freaking. He's emotional. He's, he's emotional, but, like, also, like, his body's not right. She wants to go to a doctor. They come back. They're in this press conference. Um, no, but when they come back, though, they land. And he's uh-huh. like, hey, where's the kid? Oh, his son's, like, three years older now. Yeah. Okay, how long were they in Russia? <laughs> come on. Like, it was like a fucking, like, like wormhole. Like, this kid is, like, five years older. Mm-hmm. But also, he's like, drawing pictures of his French teacher naked. And he's but, got a dangly earring. Okay, we'll get there. But Rocky says, like, when they get to the airport, where's the kid? The, you left the kid at home with the robot. Where the fuck you think the kid is? <laughs> you should know where the kid is. On Christmas! You know how sad it is that we have no idea, and I mean none, what happened to the robot. <laughs> we have no idea. Where's In the, the midst of the, of the estate sale and everything getting taken away, like, like uh, Rocky Jr. sitting on the motorcycle, hey, kid, you gotta get off. Like, it, how great it would have been if just, like, the guy, like, walks in the scene and he's holding the robot's head. <laughs> and, like, Polly's sad. He's still trying to skull fuck it. Like, <laughs> like that's a missed out. Had that happened, I would have given this movie another two points. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. So, they we see the butt. 
they go to the doctor at the press conference. And then the you, press conference gets interrupted by this Don Danity Kane. I don't know. <laughs> Danity Kane? George Washington Duke is the character's name. The, this, it reminds me. I feel like this is where Danity Kane, that puff daddy. You're thinking the group? boxer's name was Union Kane. I know, but I feel like them two together is where Danity Kane got their name from. That's their inspiration. This Don King shit <laughs> is so fucking annoying in this guy. That's one of the most annoying characters. Character. In the he history of really film. He played really well, though. He's still on my he OVP list. He's still- real, but he did such a good job given what he was given. He, You have to admit. I hate that fucking guy. I, I'm pretty character. sure. I no. I. I fucking is that who you were gonna say is MVP? I. I, Duh, I, 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 I was I, the most engaged in I his performance. Hate him. He's so. Go it's, on, go out the door. It's just, right there. Go I'm get gonna go shit on Richard Gant. I'll be right back. <laughs> it's just this Don King is constant with like how on he is. Like I hate Don King in general. He was a fucking cancer to the boxing world, and basically destroyed what little bit of hope Mike Tyson had in his life at normalcy. Um, and I don't want to see that in a movie. And, like, it's so blatant. Only in America. Like, that's what Don King actually said. Just hire Don King. Don't make some other fucking guy do it. It's the worst fucking kind of character. Like, they weren't strong enough in their fucking boxing villain, so they had to have a shitty boxing promoter character. It turns me so off in this movie. I hate every time he's on screen. Okay, so he's not the MVP. <laughs> he's not the MVP okay, of this movie. Okay, okay. I might have talked myself back into making him the LVP. So we have him. So the press conference is a fuck. Why did he have a microphone? How did this guy get a microphone? Man. Why did Rocky Jr. have a microphone at the table? He said, like, what? Hey, how was your Christmas, you orphan? <laughs> like, why was he up there? Make you feel important. Was fucking ridiculous, and this like he interrupts. There's seven different conversations happening at this press conference. Adrian's trying to interrupt and and say stuff over somebody. Rocky's trying to just like have fun, you know, whatever. And this guy's still talking. It's a fucking disaster. And then the very next scene is them back at the house. You see his large titted fucking teacher. teacher he's drawing, and Rocky's just like, oh, it's pretty cool. Sylvester Stallone does his... Don't show your mom. Don't show your mom. Sylvester Stallone does his first of five sleight of hand tricks. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, man, and we just... We just oh, watched Shid Lim, the best sleight of hand magician in the world on America's Got Talent. The card was in his mouth. Because we're old and we watch this shit. But and then it was, cool. it was in her mouth and then it went in his mouth. It was the same card. You didn't even see it. Again, I feel like I have to preface but everything I said from Rocky IV. I'm not making this up at five different occasions in this movie... So I says alone's like, hey, what's that behind your ear? And it has like a coin or like a dollar bill or is like doing magic. And it's like, why the... I have an empty two liter of Coke. I just want to smash against my fucking head. Why is Sylvester Stallone doing magic tricks in this movie? The man don't talk no good. But oh, he's really good And his kid was like 15. Now... He's like smoking cigarettes and getting beat up by the weak by E from Entourage. <laughs> so they're back at home, and then like everything's normal, right? It's just a normal ass Rocky movie. The side already shit going to hell, and they go downstairs, and uh, Talia Shire and uh, Burt Young are out chewing scenery. 
around each other as they're arguing about like how could you do this and like just at the snap of fingers oh all our money's gone and then you have that exposition heavy scene about explaining what happened and you know power of attorney somebody else bad deals we mortgaged the house and then exactly what i want to see rocky broke and sad and now back at his original house cool cool And like I said, oh, I might know it was nothing will help this franchise like financial troubles. Nothing, nothing will get me up and see the movie. That's why this movie did so bad. That's why the movie killed the franchise. When Rocky Four doesn't kill the franchise, you have to know that Rocky Five is going to be bad. You're wrong. You're not wrong. Here it is. You're not wrong. And then poor Burgess Meredith slides back into this mess <laughs> just for the payday. But like I said, kills it. And then it just, and then it's just this constant will he or won't he? Because like now he's like, now like, the doctors say he cannot fight because he has permanent brain damage. Again, it took Rocky Five for permanent brain damage to happen. Yeah. Um. And but they still like he's still coming and like offering him things. Adrian has to interrupt. It's just like, oh my god, will you get on with it? Yeah. Um. And then. And then he's got the drama with his son, like, doing all kinds of jealous horse shit. And his son, like, in the new neighborhood, not sure he's going to react. Not sure if he can get rimmed by this new girl. Um, or this boy that he beat up. Sly is totally off the rails. Like, he's not directing, but he wrote and acted in this movie. And he, It's so bad. Like, the fact that he's not going to be the LVP for this one when he was the LVP for... Like, he is twice as bad in this as he is in Rocky Four. But there's so many people who are worse. Because he's such intro, a... He's right back to a Goomba in this. Intro, our, our antagonist for the second half of the movie, Tommy... Tommy Gun. The Gun. Gun. <laughs> Tommy, the machine, gun. I got, I got what they did there, by the way. That. I hate that fucking name. I've always Wasn't hated Wasn't he it. A, a wrestler? No, he was a legitimate boxer, Tommy Morrison. I think he was like a heavyweight champion of the world. Mm. Uh, very tragic figure. They actually just recently did a 30 for 30 I've been trying to find and watch. Um, he died of AIDS uh, a few years ago. Mm. Um, very tragic figure in the world of boxing. Uh, and also very tragic figure in the world of acting, because he can't do it. Um... Yeah. He's the, he's the LVP, right? Like, out of oh, everybody. Yeah, he, like, well, he's no, the worst of the worst. No, no, don't write that down yet. I mean, I have five people written down. Let's get back. Let's talk a little bit then about, if you want to talk about LVP, but you said you weren't going to make it Sage Stallone. You could tell me why, because Sage Stallone. Mm-hmm. Who's also deceased. Who is, rest in peace, had that fucking earring. So you can't, you can't name somebody the LVP of a movie based on an earring, and as soon as I said that, I'm like, well, you could. <laughs> like, it's a really bad It was earring. so bad. You can but tell immediately that this is, now, we're in 1990, because you're like, oh, man, the 80s is still kind of around, but people are trying to figure out what the new thing's going to be. <laughs> yeah. And dangly yeah. earrings was not one of them, but everyone's trying. He was so bad. He so, was so bad. In those scenes, when, with the... When he's arguing with his dad and he's just mad at the world and he's just so overacting. I still think he's so the second best performance. Bad. He's bad. He's the second best performance no. in this movie. He is. He is. There's that one scene where like they're in the basement and like he's like calling his dad on his bullshit about like uh like 
whatever his dad's speech was when the first day he was going to school. He's like, yeah, why don't you tell it to yourself? Like, he has a couple moments where I'm like, okay, he didn't get nominated for a Razzie like everyone else did. So, I'm just saying. Uh, here's some of the notes I wrote. I don't want to watch this. <laughs> I literally typed that out. There's no natural progression in anything. No. Tommy Gunn fights 22 fights in less than a year. <laughs> He's really boxing every two weeks on a professional level. Mind you, the, the athletic commissions like purposefully suspend you for a certain period of time after matches so you can recuperate. But they're like, whatever, we can't, we don't want to let this jamoke fucking get brain damage. <laughs> but you just go out there as much as you can. Um, and then I wrote, is Sage Stallone the second best performance in this fucking movie? No. The answer is no. Who are the two best performances in this movie? No. <laughs> Tell me. There I'm, are none. I can write Burgess Meredith down, right? Probably. Thank you. So, Burgess Meredith. So, out of the five Rocky movies. Carl Weathers was the MVP. Three, three of them. and Burgess <laughs> Meredith of two. <laughs> two of them. Oh, that sounds about right. But the one thing I will say is at this yeah, point. Yeah, tell me. Rocky is this mythical character. Like, sure. you can feel it, right? And and so is uh, Sylvester Stallone as an actor, writer, director. Hey, he didn't direct this. John Alvaldson came back and, and needed the money. Pour on, shit on you, kid. Um, like, you, like, I feel it. And that's why, like, I almost wish the original ending of this movie had happened. The original ending of this movie is that Rocky's supposed to die in the street. Like, and they also build the whole movie up. Like... To expect Rocky, like this being the end of Rocky. And it is, in the ring. But on the streets, man, let me tell you. And I hate that fucking street fight. It's so fucking bad. It's just piss poor. And it would be better if he just died in the fucking street. I mean, granted, we wouldn't have gotten the next three movies. Where Stallone is going to excel. Um, believe it or not. Um, I'm walking on here. Uh, but yeah. It's... Like, you feel, like, you see the statue, you see yeah. people reacting to Rocky. Like, you know, like, Rocky's a big fucking deal. He's, like, the one, he's, like, the best boxer of all time now. Um, so that kind of carries a little bit of weight throughout the movie. But I, I didn't think, long story short, I didn't think his son was that bad. Okay. Honestly, I didn't. Who was bad? Um, the fact that the Rocky movies has devolved to street fighting and hip-hop remixes. Because, like, the Rocky theme is back in this movie after not being in four, but it's like, bum, 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 And it's like, it's not public. It's edgy. It's not public enemy. It's like urban threat. Uh, <laughs> it's like doing the music. And then they they trotted Elton John. Did you really just say that? <laughs> urban that, threat. Just clever. They trotted uh, Elton John's ass out. To do, like, what seemed to be, like, the song they would play over the credits that after Rocky had died. But instead they just, like, recapped all five movies <laughs> in still pictures in the credits. Okay. There's so much fucking cheese in Rocky. And Rocky Five like, doubles down on four. And it's it's just, just so bad. It's. I can't even. I, like, at a certain I've point. I've fallen asleep on this I podcast. couldn't, I couldn't even, like, write fucking any more I notes. I couldn't do any more notes, yeah. Because, like, I was like, I just can't. Like, I just I hate this movie so much. Like, I don't want to fucking pay attention. The scene where Tommy Gunn wins the title and Stallone, like, is still, like, you literally just had this conversation with your son about, like, you're going to be better and you're sorry 
and you almost Easy gave away your most prized possession to this kid. And you're in the exact same fuck. It goes against everything we just watched. What the fuck is happening? He Why the a, fuck did Polly come down the stairs as Santa? brain damage. True. That's very true. Why the fuck did... Oh, because they didn't have the robot be Santa this year. <laughs> That's why. What happened to the robot? The robot is in a trash heap somewhere. That's sad. I know. It's sad. But somebody picked it up, and it's going to be in this house before this podcast is over. <laughs> before we end Married Movies, you have my word that we will own the robot from Rocky Four. Okay. And it'll be on this show. We don't need to. Hey, Alexa. Where can I buy the robot from Rocky Four? Alexa, tell me about the robot that's featured in the movie Rocky IV. Hmm, I don't know that. Alexa, robot in Rocky IV. Hmm, I'm not sure. You're just jealous because you're not the robot in Rocky IV, you stupid bitch. Alexa, tell me about the Seiko robot. She knows. Go fuck yourself. This, this, this lying artificial. You know, if the Seiko robot was here, I'd go, hey, Seiko robot, tell me everything you know about the Amazon Echo. Bam. Done. And then he'd lick my balls. Because that's. That's what you program him to do. It's my girl. Who's the LVP of this movie? Me for having to watch it. There's no value from anybody here at all. I talked about how George Washington Duke is one of my least favorite characters in movie history. Talia Shire is still bad. The guy who played Union Kang, I think, had the worst speech impediment in the history (laughs) of film. He had no lines because he couldn't speak. He was, again, a legitimate boxer. Actually, a month after this movie came out, there was going to be a legitimate fight. I think Union Kane was the one who got injured. So they couldn't actually do the real Kane versus the real gun, which just sounds like... A candy company fighting the NRA. Um, St- Stallone is twice as bad as he is in Rocky Four, But I think Tommy Morrison is just an- on another level in terms of like... Like as soon as he introduced, oh hey mister, like he's not an actor. The poor guy is a boxer. But like when he's like driving away... With the most random slut in movie history. Oh, yo, yo, yo. She's the LVP. No, she's not the LVP. She's the fucking... She's another... She's, again, she's just a bad character. She changed her hair color four times. Will you stop having physical aesthetics be the reason why you want to nominate she, people? She was terrible. Who'd you say well. was fat in this earlier? <laughs> Shit, oh, Michael Moore. <laughs> That's how long we've been recording. <laughs> yeah, it's been an hour and a half. We have three movies to cover. We didn't have that much to talk about. I mean, in these movies, I mean, we did also have Delirium earlier from the Seiko robot, so. I mean, Stallone is on another level, but Tommy Morrison is Tommy Morrison. He was just so bad. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? And all those reactions to, like, the news articles and, like, the scene where he's driving away with the girl after, like, joining Duke. Like. Not Duke. Yeah, George Duke? Washington. George Washington Duke. George Washington Duke, not Duke. Not 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 our boy Duke. Yeah. Not our boy Duke. Um, despite everything we talked about, negative for three and four, especially with. Here's how I settled it: when you are that much far of a step down in acting ability from Mister T and Dolph Lundgren, 
You, sir, are the LV. You, sir, are the broom. <laughs> You've convinced me. Tommy Morrison. Sorry, I had a, a, a insider reference there to a a famous wrestling story revolving the great colleague that I will share. There was a guy who was heckling wrestlers at a uh, at a UK show once, and was fully expecting to happily heckle the great colleague, and the great colleague was actually like turning in a fine performance until like the opposing wrestler went to the top rope, went to do a move. Kali just got totally lost where he was and walked to the other side of Reed and just stood there. And the guy's still on the top rope. And the guy heckled from the... From, from the I gotta pee. Please don't tell this story. The guy, the guy heckled from the crowd. Have you ever heard that a man could carry a broom to another match? Well, you saw the broom! It's like just a British guy yelling to the great Kali, you are the broom! It's very funny to me. So Tommy Morrison is the broom. So what did the great Kelly do in the rest of this match? You just stood there the whole time? It was on SmackDown, so I just edited the match. Like, no one ever saw it except fucking <laughs> the live crowd. So, like, finally, I think he figured it out. Or, like, the rest of had to get down and, like, go walk over to Kali and just get chopped in the head and lose, probably. <laughs> when the great Kali puts on a better performance in the longest yard than you as the villain in Rocky Five. Oh, my balls! You are the LVP. You are the LVP. So. Why are you doing, like, here's your sign? Because this guy was such a redneck. I don't know, man. They gave him, like, emotional shit to talk about, too. Oh, my dad beat me, and my mom left, and, like... Here's your sign. <laughs> when your name is Tommy Gunn and your dad beats you, you're going to be a bad boxer. <laughs> Rest in peace. Um, Who all is dead in this movie? Fuck. Tommy Morrison's dead. Sage Stallone is dead. Tony Burton is unfortunately dead. Uh, Tally Shire is not dead. She's just dead in the Rocky universe, which we'll get into in Rocky Balboa. Spoiler alert. Um, I think Burt Young's still alive. Yeah. Alexa, is Burt Young still alive? The sequel robot is. <laughs> Burt Young is still alive. He is 78 years old. Okay. Is he married to the Seiko robot? You, you <laughs> Thank you for the... No, don't say it. We have to wrap it up. We're already going an hour and a half. I don't want to talk about Rocky Five. I didn't want to talk about Rocky Five that much. But how could we not? It's, All right. I think so, we covered it's everything. It's so bad. So to recap, Rocky Three, Four, and Five, Carl Weathers... Two-time MVP on this podcast alone. Three-time, all-time, joining a very exclusive club that I'm not going to get into right now because my books are a mess. Burgess Meredith now in the two-timers club as well. Uh, Sylvester Stallone joins the very, very small two-time LVP club. I know David Spade is there. Jennifer Connelly is there. Elijah Wood is there. Um, There's several people in it, but not as many as the MVP club. Let's score Rocky Five. I go first. I stand by my guts. It is one of the worst movies I have ever seen. I'm giving it a one and a half. I was giving it a two. So it is a 1.75, which means it should technically be destroyed. How are we How are we going to symbolically destroy Rocky Five? I'm going to beat the shit beat out of this movie. Beat the fuck out of it. And then with the pieces, let's say, uh, I'm sorry. Jillian, what's that behind your ear? And just unveil pieces of the movie from behind her ear. They do it so much! Like, there's n- nothing, like, at any point in these movies, it's like, I'm kind of interested in magic. Cool payoff, right? Yeah, just like yeah. you started smoking in this. 
Yeah, oh, something I used to do. No, you didn't. I've never seen you smoke, ever. When did you do it? Ridiculous. Drives me nuts. So that is that for Rocky 3, 4, and 5. We are going to tackle Rocky Balboa and Creed 1 and 2 in just a couple weeks. I was going to ask you, do you want to go ahead and draw our next movie as like an inspiration for us to see the light? We can. Or do you want to wait until after we watch the other the other three? Let's wait. Let's wait? Okay. Because now the hard part's over. Like I said, as soon as it's over, Mike, at least you have now finished the last bad Rocky movie. I mean, that's subjective. In my opinion. That's subjective. Rocky Balboa. Well, I don't want to preview anything. But don't. Th- the next three. Don't ruin it for me. The next three are going to be fine. Trust okay. me. Trust me. At this point, why would I lie to you? Uh, if you got through Rocky 4 and 5, you're fucking good, all right? Man, what terrible... Okay, let me recap our year in movies so very, very, Very quickly, yeah. It's been... A, the past couple years, we started off slow. All right, so we've had five and a half for Rocky. Eight for Rocky 2. I'm trying to do them in the order we watch them. Mm-hmm. Uh, 6.75 for Good Burger. 2.25 for Urban Legend. Yep. A 1 for Horror Story. Yep. 8.25 for Hairspray. Mm-hmm. A three for Buffy, mm-hmm. a seven point five for Rocky three, four point two five for Rocky four, one point seven five for Rocky five. It's been a rough start to the year, but last oh. year was the same way. Last year we didn't start out great either. Last year we had Hoosier Caddy, Pocket Ninjas, East of Eden. Uh, there was another one. It comes at night. It comes like, in the dark. We had <laughs> at night. <laughs> Honey, what's one of your fetishes? I like to come in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> It's just with all the lights. Yeah, I don't want to see what's going on. <laughs> too many dicks. There's too many. <laughs> um, but we're going to get out of it. So next week's episode will be Baby Driver. Um, so start thinking of two movies now. Oh, God. God damn it. Um, and then after that, we'll have our awards show, and we'll have Creed, Creed Two, Rocky Balboa. And then we'll finally get to reach back in the box. First time in like two months. Oh, finally. Almost oh, there. Oh, God. Oh, is that your foot? I thought it was an animal, and I was like, we don't have a dog. Surprise, I bought the robot. Ah! (laughs) No, it was me. I moved the blanket under your foot. Thank you for listening to this marathon episode of Married with Movies. I think think this is a Pantheon episode, though. The fact that my head feels like it's going to pop off of my neck. I can't do those dishes. You have to do those dishes. I can't. I'm going to take the garbage out. You do the dishes. Also, I'm doing the dishwasher, though. Are you supposed to do that last night? No, I asked you to do it. But then you spilled the tuna on the floor. We're a mess. You can email us at marriedwithmovies <laughs> at gmail.com and visit us on Facebook, facebook.com slash marriedwithmovies. Arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the other ones in our network of shows. Monetary support by going to patreon.com slash arcadeaudio. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts every single week. Arcadeaudio.net slash the mullets to vote in our annual award show. Tweet us at marriedwmovies. Correct. And um, also go to internationalrobotics.com and learn more about the, Seco the robot. Rent a Techno Marketing Robot, Robot Seco. I'm going to get this fucking thing. No, you're not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this. How do I? Hold on. Robot Seco. Where's the link? For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. I am going to find out right now. Before. Give me a price. 
free, would you like to experience? Call us and let us know where you're located, and we'll contact you when Seco is near you. You'll then have the option of scheduling a complimentary demonstration at your offices. <laughs> I will risk getting fired from my job. <coughs> Why? What's this robot in the lobby for? Why is this robot not in the lobby for? <coughs> You killed me. Sir, what was your what was the last thing you and your wife discussed? The robot from Rocky Four. Alright, we're arresting you for manslaughter. <laughs> Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.